Okay. <laughs> Take two. But, yeah. This is not uncommon. Oh, wow. Wow. In fact, <laughs> if you've listened to previous episodes, you'll realize that um, my friend here has a habit <laughs> of not turning on her microphone. Is this, I should have, you know, it happens when I don't say, is this mic on? Because I don't check. Like, and I was going to say the last one, we were recording the last episode, I was going to say, I'm so proud, like nothing happened. Like, I didn't forget to turn on the mic. The recorder was just such a blessing. And here I am, Nime Choma. Nime Choma, man. But anyway, welcome to another episode of Wazi and another episode of Things We Like. Yeah. Uh, if you <laughs> have no idea what's going on, just dial back a bit. Just um, go back. You know, catch up on Usani Wasana, which is like happened last week. Yeah. And all the other Things We Like episodes with me, Daisy, and... Me, Miriam. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Mimi because you said me. Oh, Mimi. Hey! Hey, I missed my chance, man. Mimi, Mimi, Mimi. Mimi, Mimi. Gosh, I just remember the chorus. I saw everything else. I don't know. No, it's just continue. If you know, you know. Just search Giuliani. Kama CCC is the name of the song. It had badilisha na nani kama CCC. It a... Mimi na mimi. Ni wewe na wewe na mi. Mi. Okay. So CC. Uh, you know what? Let's continue. <laughs> uh, so this week we are gonna do things. Uh, sorry, not things we like. Well, <laughs> I just had like a mini blackout over there. Yeah. We're doing part two of twenty something yeah. because we left you hanging and we were like we're gonna come back and then you're like wow they've done another episode another episode they Where's didn't come back two? to part two. Where's part two? We're ready. <laughs> um, and the reason we are talking this accent is called all way over here is. <laughs> Moving to UK very I'm soon. I'm gonna dip, guys. <laughs> so before she goes and has another twenty-something life, yeah. when she'll come back with a new experience, so we might do a part, whatever, or we'll yeah. just do a refurbished twenty-something when she's back. She's like, oh, you guys, I moved abroad. Hey, and here's the tea. Things have happened. Literally. But before that, um. You know, I sound half Australian, half British. I just <laughs> realized. <laughs> so let me just shut up and stick to whatever I talk. Okay, yeah, nice. but <laughs> I just do. It's like an amalgamation of everything. And I used yeah. to get that a lot in Australia where people would ask me. They do, Sometimes they do want to ask me where I'm from because they know it's offensive. Uh. So they'd be like, what's that accent? <laughs> and I'm like, which one? Then they look at me like, oh, crap. Oh, <laughs> And then they'd say, it doesn't sound British, it doesn't sound American, it doesn't yeah. sound Australian, and that's how it would end. But it's like, you know, what, what accent is it? Because they're speaking English, and yeah. I'm like, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh my God. Unfortunately, <laughs> most countries speak English because, I mean, the British people. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it was just like, anyway, they couldn't place my accent because it didn't, it didn't sound like, it wasn't an accent that they knew. Yeah. But that's the thing. I think it's an amalgamation of just so many accents. So yeah. it's just like, I also don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Kenyan. It comes out of me. And that's what it <laughs> and is. And that's what it is. <laughs> I, I, I'm, Daisy speaks. I'm ethnically Kenyan. Yeah. This is not how Kenyan sound either. Because <laughs> yeah. when I jump into that Kenyan lingo, hey. you'll be like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so just by that way. Anyway. Alone with accents. Twenty something. You know what? You can even start there. Yeah. This this people used to ask me these things at work. Mm-hmm. Which means I have a job. 
Well, I used to have a job. <laughs> At this point, what? Corona has. Time. There was a time I used to work. <laughs> Um, and there was just so many microaggressions. And I guess the 20-something comes in with taxes. Ooh, something we like, is it? Woo, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <Ooh>, taxes. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember my first pay sleep. I'd calculated how much I'm earning because I knew my hourly rate. Mm-hmm. Then I got the email and I'm like, hey, I know how much I'm supposed to expect. And I'm like, huh? Gross. <laughs> net gross <laughs> net tax in the middle of those two things and that's yeah. when I realized I am doing something I'm a grown up and I'm paying taxes You're paying taxes to the government I swear I was so heartbroken because I'd made plans I'd made plans but it hadn't hit me until then and that's when I realized do not plan for your money because then you don't know how much you're being taxed yeah until you get your pay sleep. So sometimes you just keep working, you work and you just hope that um, it's not too much money. But the more you work, the more you earn, the more you're taxed. So again, if you do more shifts, you know, the tax is going to be higher this time. But there's still, of course, there's brackets, like between this much and that much. Oh, yeah, but if you my earn, point is, um, yeah, uh, I didn't know yeah. how much I was being deducted. Yeah. So I could never count on my hours uh, fully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was my tax experience. I don't know about you. Man, me, I haven't had, <laughs> I haven't had a job. No, but when I was doing my internship, um, yeah, wait, I was, yeah, I was 20 something. I had kind of the same experience, but at that time, um, I wasn't like super depending because you know you were living outside the country and you were like depending on your salary and all that. Mm. And me at that time I was just like, hey, nenda kupati na ipesa, you know, like can you bring gaming here? Sponsor? Mm. <laughs> I can't even tell you where that money. Is. Like I can't tell you <laughs> what I use that money for. So anyway, yeah, um, my first job in a bank, man. When I same same, I was just like, okay, I'm still being taxed even <laughs> as an intern. <laughs> it's a salary. Am I? I love this now when I when I when I was done like with the job and this like filing returns thing. Even though I'm filing nil returns, you know, it's just like why i don't tell you guys know i'm not employed you carry you know i'm not <laughs> employed mm. so why do i still have to like file the returns and if you don't you know you get um the penalties and everything Ten thousand per month yeah and you're just like so where am i supposed to get this 10k per month if you know i'm not employed <laughs> but yeah i mean taxes is something that you just don't think about like when you're those smart teens, yani, and you just live life. Mm. Life is so good. You take life for granted. Yeah, you you do, and you never think, oh my god, when I'm going to get my money, um, some useless government is going to take it away. Because <laughs> I think for me also, when I came back, I I never applied for a care because I didn't have a job, so I didn't need to apply for a care Yeah. But when I came back, there was new laws where you can't have a bank account. That you can't liter- you can't have anything without a care Yeah. <laughs> it's like a social security number. Oh, wait. That was Huduman. That was Huduman. <laughs> the scam. Code. Ah, where do you take people's numbers? I need to apply so I can't relate. Uh, but um, <laughs> it's just me. Just you. It's just me, guys. Uh, yeah, so I remember I, went to, I actually went to reactivate my account. It wasn't even a new account. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, Caribbean? I was like, sorry? They are like, oh, yeah, Caribbean. So I was like, oh, I don't have a Caribbean. Yeah. So I had to apply for one. Um, and my mom had told me, don't apply for it until you need it. Mm. 
because those returns are gonna come for you. Yeah. When you forget, you will forget. So yeah. I got a carapin and I realized like there's nothing I could do. You can't even have to do a money market fund without a carapin. Without carapine. it, imagine. There's, there's very little you can do without a carapin. So a carapin would be, I guess for Australians, a tax file number. Which is the same. You can do very little without, without a tax file number. Because you, uh, if you're employed, I mean, you need one to get paid. Yeah. So, yeah. Taxes are not fun. But the good thing is the returns. <laughs> At least in Australia. In Australia, <laughs> I was waiting for the <laughs> clarification. Ooh, it, so I, I started thinking about it like savings. I'm like, yeah, they're just saving my money, mm. and I can collect it at the Ooh. end of the financial year. Uh, I didn't wait for the financial year to end. I was like, bro, I'm broke. Hey. Give me my money. Where's my money? So they gave it to me. Uh, but yeah, it's like because ideally it's like you're lending the government to run things and they give you back your money. Yeah. At least in Australia. In Kenya, you can hey. only like file for VAT. <laughs> And that's it. Yeah, yeah. But is Which that like for, as a business or? Yeah, as a business. As a business, yeah. Oh, but that means they get. I think of as money. an individual you can't too, but it's just a lengthy process. And people just don't know about it. I mean, if. Okay, and if accountants are the same. Me. First of all, accountants. These people can thief you. <laughs> because they know the system. So you are there playing someone thinking they're saving you money. They're just costing you more. Because if they delay to file your returns, you're the one yeah. paying that fine. It's not them. Yeah, but it's not that issue. And that they literally have one job. <laughs> to file your returns. Yeah. I don't know how these people work. Not, of course, it's not all accountants. But but th- that's what I mean. Sometimes they claim that stuff and they don't tell you. Mm. So like, if they claim it, they take it, um, they deposit they it in their own... I think no. I think you you would get a notification if they claimed it. Yeah. But they're smart, so they know how to claim stuff that you wouldn't know about. Cause I've seen it happen before. Yeah. You wouldn't know. So you've employed them, and you see on the KRA thing, you've listed that. Cause they ask you, are you filing as an individual or someone is filing for you? Then you need to put the details of the person okay. filing for you. Yeah. So you see, chances of you figuring out what they've done is very slim. Man, very that's... very slim. I'm not giving you ideas. I'm asking <laughs> you, you are. I'm asking you to stop what you are doing, you accountants who are filing taxes. <laughs> Let me tell you, things for stealing. Ah, they come back in the worst way. So you put up a business, it's not making money. <laughs> but what about our politicians, please? How has it come back to them? Oh, trust me, it comes back. We just don't know when it does. Mm-hmm. I also hate it comes out like, like in different ways. You know, yeah. like you can steal and then somebody gets... Um, okay, I'm not wishing this on someone, but like somebody gets taken all that money that they stole is just used on the I one mean, thing. Wh- when people thought MPs had corona, did you see people were rejoicing? Because of that, like, how... For us, our whole society to want you to die of corona. Or even like when they the Burundi... Really it was the Burundi president, president the, the former president, mm-hmm. and his... Was it the wife? The wife and the one who is meant to take over. Yeah, and then you see on Twitter, people are like, you know, our prayers are being answered elsewhere. <laughs> and I was like, what? Yeah, because I remember when that time people got cancer, but they didn't know which MPs had cancer. Oh. Like there was like eight eight people who had cancer in parliament there or something. There were eight. It was a it was a significant number. Oh. And gosh. people were happy. Yeah. It's because it pushed people to I'm telling you to the point of like I'm not you saying whoever had, had cancer had cancer because of that. I, yeah, in fact I don't know who had cancer. <laughs> yeah. But things come back and you don't know. It's yeah, and it's not a team we are condoning at it people having it or whatever. And it's not in their family, so I mean 
Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. taxes. Taxes. But also like finances. It's just so easy. It's easy to like how me, I just I, I didn't know where my money went, especially during that time. <laughs> because I was just here, you know, parambulating in Nairobi. It's just it's so hard to keep track of your money if you're not so on top of things. And I guess like especially like early twenties. Oh. So people <laughs> Under 25, but like early 20s. Um, I think in that age bracket, but I'm like so close to leaving that age bracket. Like, true, close man, it's just a few months. Um, yeah, because you just if you're living, especially like with your parents, and you're not so keen on um things that like investments or saving just even just saving you know or if you're if you're saving most of the time you're like hey i'm saving to go to coast in, in <laughs> december i'm saving for nyege nyege you know i'm saving for this trip, social whatever but if you're not like on top of things like hey, i mean listen to the last episode macklemore you know and now <laughs> No, it's the time I'm just like, wow, which is the best place to go and save? Which is, <laughs> which is the best, you know, this is the time I'm trying to to find my footing. And yet, like my cousin, he's, he's very on top of things right now. And he's like, what, 20, 21? Hey, okay. Yeah, and my, my dad, like, sometimes when he speaks, I'm sure my dad just looks at him and then looks at us and he's like... <laughs> my children <laughs> what are these kids but yeah I sometimes i feel like 20 something because there's so much going on and you feel like when will i ever get experiences again you know i feel like sometimes money just falls out of my hands immediately i just i get it <laughs> Oop, it fell yeah yeah man butter fingers that's just how i feel about like money yeah, I think it's also that period where what you're talking about, like your cousin and you, you're like, oh, am I serious? Am I joking? Am I what? <laughs> what am I doing with life? Yeah. Um, but it depends. I mean, to be quite honest, if I was still living at home, as much as I may have had initiative, I wouldn't have pushed myself as hard as I did mm-hmm. when I was in Australia because there's so much comfort. I didn't. I don't have to worry about rent and street bills because. I'm living in my parents' house, so I mean, yeah. they've covered. In fact, I came back and I was in that position. I'm like, huh, huh. I'm not doing shopping with my money. I'm not, you know, because I'm rent, still paying not. rent in Australia. Oh. <laughs> but my point is, like, I wouldn't have had that impetus as much. Yeah. Um, so I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing, but also twenty something. Like you said, you're planning to go to coast, you need to go there. Yeah. And I think that's a shift I noticed because I think I was also very particular with my finances because it was my money. Mm-hmm. That's the thing when it's your money, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> when you're paying taxes, yeah. you're very particular with how you spend money. And even if you're having fun, you're like, yeah, my budget is this much. If you're going beyond that, I'm sipping into something <laughs> I didn't plan for. You know, yeah. it doesn't smell. Something, is, something else is going to get hurt. And so you get financial literacy by force. Mm-hmm. No one teaches you financial literacy. Yeah. You just figure it out as you go and you're like, oh, okay. Uh, mm, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Six dollars in my account. Aha. <laughs> how? How did that happen? <laughs> how yeah. did we get here? Uh, I'm pretty sure there was a couple of hundreds. Yeah. You know. So, and it's also a part of growing up. Mm-hmm. I mean... You live, you learn, you make mistakes, you figure it out. Yeah. But sometimes you need to be out of your comfort zone for those things to work. 
and comfort zone might mean being outside of your parents house it might mean being in a different city mm. it might mean it means very different things for different people mm. um yeah and i think also what i saw is something really smart was i know of someone who moved back this was in Aussie to their parents house so they can save money to buy a house oh and i was like that is so smart yeah because it would take like such a long time if you're renting to save up for to yeah. buy a whole house because if you're renting for a thousand dollars i mean if you stay home for five weeks five months you've saved five thousand dollars yeah so not a bad idea at mm. all so i think 20 something is also that stuff where you fine you've messed up but again don't crucify yourself and not live life yeah <laughs> because of whatever yeah. but also being able like what you were saying last time being able to say what you what you can handle and what you cannot mm-hmm. but also being smart about it sometimes you do have 20,000 to you know leave it up yeah. but maybe you can decide instead of leaving it up this month i can just can set this aside for you know whatever venture until or until i figure out what it is um especially corona times guys <laughs> i'm saying this as someone who's <laughs> going to go <laughs> If because if you're earning a salary, uh, man, eh, yeah. must be nice. Must be nice. <laughs> I see my sister and I'm like, wow, you're not, you're not like buying fuel. You're not paying for as much fuel as you would have if you're going to like physically going to work every day. Mm. Any of those expenses have been reduced to like a quarter of what you'd have been spending. Lucky you, lucky you, lucky you. Hey. <laughs> Tiki kwa na tuna cheesy for real cuz that you do your life. Tuna shanga tu. We're like wow. But you're right. I remember like um the few like just even the two months I stayed in London like I was very particular about my cash. I was cuz my dad used to be used to send me a one off and it's like she die ako. Kama kimaliza hii pesa on 15th from 15th to 30th. I mean of course if I did I'd be like dad please he would let me at suffer now in another country but he, you know he's very he's just very like final about it. So now as in even like a ticket to the train I'd just be like man is it worth it? Even food especially like I remember before before I settled and like had friends I'm t- I'd finya myself. I'd like really finya myself. <laughs> I'm just like I mean, I'm not saying anything above three pounds and that's it, you know. And then when I got friends, I was just like, at ah, ten pounds, you ninini, <laughs> for one meal. But yeah, but like, you're right. Like, if you don't have the motivation to do it, sometimes it can be just, it can just be really hard. And I think there's always just that constant worry. And especially like, I don't know if we talked about this last time, but the pressure right now of, um, especially like the 20-something age... <laughs> What was that? <laughs> to something. <laughs> okay. Age mm-hmm. of um, where people are just trying to to make it. You know, mm-hmm. that's the it's it's just the constant pressure of you know where am I going to be? Who am I? Also propelled by social media. Greatly propelled by social media. So and <laughs> not what you said, but social media. Yeah, yeah. Because you see people. And especially like if you are, you know that we have access like to the West, and people see these 19-year-olds buying houses. And people are just like, got my first Mercedes. Oh, at like 20. Yeah, and you're just like, oh my God, you know where am I? Blah blah blah. And this environment, uh, the environment is not the same and whatever. And there's just that constant pressure of 
you know when am i going to make it and I- even if you see the conversations on like twitter it's like you know whatever and even the conversation surrounding um the political scene especially um i don't know if you saw this like on twitter um the Where? other time oh yeah <laughs> like you asked me i'm talking to daisy as <laughs> But there was this um, discussion no where this um, this girl she lives like this um, high life. I don't I don't I don't think I should even like say her name or whatever. But like she did this house tour and it was just like you know out of this world type of shit. Like truly kinakaili jana type of thing. You no know, five living rooms and all of that. Oh wait, is the one who was being acu- like the dad? Yeah. Okay, I had that story. Yeah, and you see the conversation was. Oh, maybe you can tell the people. <laughs> the story. Oh yeah, yeah. So now apparently, like, um, her dad was being accused of stealing money, which is not a new thing in this Kenya, but of stealing money, and just because that they have, like, uh, as a. I mean, that's like that's why they have like that much wealth. Mm. Like, of course, you know, if you steal money, then that's why you're like that rich in this Kenya, and we have like such a huge disparity between the wealthy, especially that kind of wealth, and now the like the super poor, like the poorest people in Kenya. Let's mm. see, like it's such a huge disparity. So people are just like, uh, you know, of course you've stolen money, and you know, she, on Twitter she's like. Then why don't you tell your parents to steal instead of coming here and trying to to put people's kids down for that? And you know, for somebody to say such a thing mm. in a in in that environment, and people would like retweet, retweet retweet and like that tweet, it shows that you know the fact that people can do anything to be where they think they should be, even at this age. Mm. I mean, this is this are twenty something year olds, you know. We always say, oh, we're looking to the future to to have better, to have better people, better whatever. But if people are so, um, nini, they're really pushing for that kind of a life. You know, th- there's that. Uh, the, the the line is really blurred. Or like, how do I get this money then? Uh, is it, should I work hard for it, or should I like stealing is an option then? You know. So I feel like twenty something at this moment, like at this uh, in this twenty twenty, like there's just that kind of underlying pressure for people to just be so far ahead. Yeah, and I was just like, okay. I mean, you can also take your time and just figure to figure things out. I mean, I've reached this point. Then I can still hear. So I, so I. But yeah, it's just like. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, maybe that um, even when you're in Australia or something, or even now that you're just here, if you've felt that. Because yeah, I know you're not on mm. Twitter, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, the pressure is definitely present. And I feel like it's something that's also very culturally passed on. Uh-huh. Because I, my African peoples in Australia, mm-hmm. the the will is not very much different. <laughs> Where And that's why I mean it's a cultural thing. Because also... You know, if we go back maybe two generations down, by 20, someone had a family. True. <laughs> Some of our parents had started families at 22, 21. Yeah. So there's also that feeling of them from their generation backwards. By that time, you needed to have figured some things out mm-hmm. for yourself. So even for them, it's an adjustment to be like, oh, there's no rush. You know, as in that, that sort of like adjustment for, okay figure things out yeah. but maybe again this is a long shot but maybe it would have been the same if we had an equal playing ground uh-huh. in comparison to 
to theirs, which I feel like was a bit more equal. Where you could do whatever job, but you're okay. Mm. Like you could be a teacher, you could be a doctor, you could oh, be yeah. a farmer, but you're still able to provide for your family. Like you're still able to do things. You could be a cleaner and you're yeah. able to provide for your family. Yeah. But corruption has incredibly turned tables. Yeah. So it's very difficult to um exist within certain parameters. Yeah. So yes, the pressure is present and I feel people would do anything mm-hmm. to <laughs> get there which is very unfortunate. But nothing is going to change until you know it changes from the top. Yeah, so in terms of pressure it's definitely present. It's just a matter of, again, what you want to do. And your environment affects how you think. And that's why I, I was talking to a friend recently and I'm saying, I was saying to them, you don't choose where you're born into. Mm-hmm. But if you figure out whatever the people around you or your family is practicing is incorrect, when you have an out, I would say take that out. Yeah. Again, you don't choose to be born into. It's the same thing with privilege, yeah? Like, I don't blame anyone with privilege. It's just a matter of using that privilege for good as opposed to evil. Yeah. So, for this person to be very lackluster and say things like that casually, at yeah. so your parents can go and steal, you can tell the attitude that's in her environment already. Yeah. Um, And it could be something she said out of frustration, where it's like, ah. Yeah, because for sure people are really coming for her. But to say that. something like that with that confidence, <laughs> it's just like, this is not news. Oh, yeah. And she did a tweet after that, like, I said what I said. <laughs> you know? Ha, you see? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And if you're in a position where you're around those people, get out. Mm-hmm. Because what's going to happen is, you will ignore it the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, But when these people start getting opportunities, they're going to drag you in those things. Yeah. And they won't drag you at Ikam is still together. They'll say, I have an opportunity for you. Yeah. And you'll get in. Yeah. And then you figure out what the opportunity is and it's like... Can I pass on this opportunity that's giving me 10 million? Mm-hmm. Should I really pass? I deserve it. Bam! Next thing you know, you're in the, in the, you're in the system. Yeah. And then it just doesn't stop from then. Mm-hmm. So, be cautious. Be cautious, guys. Yeah. Beware. <laughs> and I mean, this pressure is external and it's very difficult. Trust me, I've, I don't know what the pressure is like. Mm. I, I mean, I'm an artist. So... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, my creatives! <laughs> I feel it. I feel yeah. it. But you have to get to a point where you define your own success. Yeah, and that's the issue yeah. is we are using society to define success. So you don't feel like you're doing enough. You don't think like what you're doing is worth it because you're trying to measure up to someone else uh-huh. else's standard. And that person is measuring up to someone else like that. It goes, it goes, it goes. It never stops. And everyone is trying to get to this top. Yeah. But you just do your thing and be happy. Mm-hmm. And once you figure that out, we won't have issues that we do today. Of yeah. we don't have land. How do we not have land? Land was communal at some point. And, and now you and can't and get water land. water and like just the basic thing. And you see these people, they don't feel anything because it's not affecting them. And they know that and they're like, ah, so they've managed to survive for the last 20 years without water. They're buying water, so they don't need it. For someone to think like that, they're very detached to your situation and to your basic needs. Yeah. And they'll still come and give you 50 bob. Time for elections. And time for elections. And they're like, ah, so you're fine. <laughs> yeah, so just like you said um, about how uh, you measure your own success. And if you go back to our um, other episode, we also talk like, about the corporate and we talk about how to like... <laughs> <laughs> I love corporates. <laughs> you measure like um, your own, like you have your own way of measuring your success, and um, I think a very 
uh, important part of that, and I think that's something that a lot of people in their twenties do, is um, trying to discover who they are. Personally, I, that's what I did. Of course, it's like nineteen, but like twenty something is really for me. I was really trying to figure out like who the hell is this? You know, like who am I? What are these things that you know? What are my core like values? What am I like? What do I? What What is important to me? What isn't like that important to me? It, it obviously you still refine those tastes even as you go on, but I think um, for me this is where I really laid the foundation of okay. So this is basic medium, and this is blah blah blah. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm not basic, but like yeah, basically this is who I am, and whatever whatever. And um, but I feel like something like self-identity for me I feel like it came a bit late for me because I feel like that's something I should have done like in high school and that's why I had that like period where I was just like oh my god what do I do you know because I think such things affect even like what you decide to do later in life you know because um, if I did that like earlier in high school I could have been like oh there's no way in hell I'm going to do (laughs) and you know the funny thing is in form 4 I used to have this book um, like a journal, and I remember writing in that journal. When I go to university, I'm not doing anything to do with math or Kiswahili. <laughs> you know, I had told myself, and then I don't know what happened. No what, what would require Kiswahili? Yeah, <laughs> but imagine I don't know what would require Kiswahili, but I was but sure I was not going to do anything that like would require Kiswahili. So for me, I was just, uh, I, I think, um. Although, I, th- I think 20s strengthen the core foundation of, you know, who you are. And it's definitely a moment of just self-discovery outside of school. And I think especially in Kenya or, you know, like boarding schools, you know, those settings where every minute of your life is controlled. Yani, yeah. Your life is controlled by some bell. <laughs> some Bro, <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's like military camp. You know, yeah. if you think about it, it's just designed in the same way, just less, obviously ridiculously less, um, I guess, rigid or formal. Yeah. Um, less military, of course. Mm-hmm. But the, the idea is the same. It's it just is. done subtly. <laughs> it's like this is a... This is an order, you know. There's no, you don't have a say. You in don't it. ask questions. Yeah, don't do. ask exactly. No questions, and yeah. No, you see now. Um, I think for many people, like, or especially if you haven't figured yourself out, once you leave that environment, it's just like, yeah, <laughs> the outside world. Like mm. they used to say, how will you survive <laughs> out there when you go out there? You know, and. <laughs> Why they make it sound like it it's such a weird place, like it's so far away? Jungle. You know, yeah, it was just like, oh my god, out there, what's up? But like, it is kind of a jungle for me because, yeah, you know, you usually try to to just figure yourself out. I don't know if you had the same experience where you now have to confront yourself, you discover if there are uncomfortable truths you have, and you just have to face them and. They're just like lines you set, boundaries you set within yourself, with your family, with blah, 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 which is something I, never, I just never thought about in high school. I, I don't think it's mind. possible to do that in high school because of how the high schools you went to were designed. Yeah. It doesn't allow for that to happen. For free. Um, you're also happy. away from your family for four years. <laughs> so you're only there during holiday. True. So even they are not sure in holidays, you're probably in tuition. <laughs> As in, mm. it's not a conducive environment to learn 
a lot about someone and again you don't know who you are because you're within rules like you're yeah. not yourself you can't be your full self yeah. until you've left is when now you have in this identity situation it's not necessarily a crisis and some people figure out themselves in high school yeah but i feel like there's a level there's still limitation to that which I, uni gives some sort of freedom because a lot of times when you go to uni you're already uh, 18 which is considered an adult mm-hmm. so you're also given leeway by your parents to do certain things because I mean you're 18 yeah um, for me it just happened because I was in Australia so it was more like <laughs> no you're forced to grow up <laughs> it, it, just, it just came with the territory ideally um, and my environment and things that I was doing I just had to So, but I feel like university is definitely a huge turning point for a lot of people where they get to discover themselves. Because again, university has so many different people. Like you're exposed to so much more than high school did. Yeah. I mean, you're in a class of 30 people in high school. So for, for, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Or 50 or whatever. Yeah. Well, my uni class is actually about that. <laughs> That's how many people, but the environment, there's definitely more people and more different people that you're interacting with you're all studying different things you know yeah. there's so much more in university that also pushes you to ask yourself who you are and what you're doing and you know there's a lot of introspection that a lot of people get earlier it's different for everyone as well they probably yeah. never even done that and they're 30 so it's not a ti- there's no timeline necessarily but i get what you mean where you got that after uni so i definitely had that i mean after high school yeah after high school but self identity is major because it really determines how you do a lot of things <laughs> yeah it shapes you your principles you yeah. you know the same with this girl can go there and say What did she say again? Oh, you can steal money. Or yeah, tell saying. your dad to steal money so that you can do whatever you want to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But like, um, what are some of the things that you've enjoyed about um, being 20-something? Discovering myself. Yeah. As much as it was not easy, it was great. Because now, the person I am now is... <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> like, I'm proud of the person I am today. Mm-hmm. And it's because I had to go through the rough 20s. I'm, I mean I'm still in my 20 so <laughs> those those 20 <laughs> the rough is not going anywhere but I had to go through that process and it has defined a lot of things but I'm the one defining them not other people I've got into a place where I'm my own person and even if people say things about me or you know want to see me in a certain direction I have my own mind so I can I can speak for myself and I'm confident within that because I've discovered what that is yeah but obviously there's struggles of some other things that you don't realize and that's what friends are for mm-hmm. and also people around you because they recognize things that you don't see the good and the bad too so they might be able to see your limitations that are not clear to you and sometimes you need that outside person to say it like yeah. someone said something to me recently and I was like oh my god <laughs> um never i did it was something that um that i knew but i think i was le- leading myself to to think it's not true like I was convincing myself it's not happening so when they pointed it out I was like oh god it is true <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it is like ah okay okay so it's it's a present thing yeah. so things like that but I've enjoyed that I've enjoyed meeting and making friends mm-hmm. who we have shared I don't say shared values because I mean that's very common I feel like I'm building friendships that are very they're stable they're good friendships And I'm not afraid to also let go of those ones that didn't work out or are not working out for me. I've also grown into someone who 
Mm. I've learned how to accommodate people and be more vulnerable. Oh gosh, I've learned to be more vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I used to be so rigid, man. Mm. Not rigid. I just, I didn't like. I didn't know how to be vulnerable around people. It was just like, okay, maybe I can do that by myself. And even then, I wasn't. I had to be vulnerable with myself, which is why it was so difficult to do that with other people. Yeah. But that has been a significant change. Um. What else happened in my twenties? Oh, my spiritual growth. Like I got to a point where I was in control. Like I didn't have to go to church because I have to. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned about so many new religions and like what that is and you know what that means to me and what that's like. So at least I've had a journey for myself that has been steered by me and not been influenced by culture. And by culture, I mean like traditions rather than culture by traditions yeah. uh, or what is normal quote unquote the environment, <laughs> the environment yeah. yeah so it's just more like I can adapt to what I'm doing and you either ride with it or you don't it's mm. that point for this is a this is a very individual journey in yeah. fact I don't know why people like engaging themselves it's like <laughs> hello <laughs> it's me and my god just leave yeah. me alone <laughs> Oh, you shouldn't be doing this, Daisy. <laughs> As a who? As a queen? What? As a what? Stop right uh-uh. It's an individual thing. Mm-hmm. And I think religion is generally an individual journey. Of course, it involves people in the process. Yeah. If you, whatever you subscribe to and whatever you believe, there's always a community within that. But it's still an individual process. Then you allow community when you want them. And you can also kick out community when they're when going out of line. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's coming at the top of my mind right now. What yeah. about you, sis? I'd say, um, obviously, individuality is at the top of my list. Like, just being able to make decisions and to be okay with them. Like, I always say, um, I can never regret something I did if I made the decision myself. You know, if I, if I decide to do something and then it turns out badly, like, that's my cross to bear. I can never put the blame on somebody else i'm just comfortable with the fact that if i make a decision i can bear the consequences and that's it and i just if you feel like i've grown to that point where now i can be able to make those decisions regardless you know yeah of course i take all factors in i'm like blah 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 but at the end of the day you know it's miriam who has made those decisions and that's something that's so important to me and that's something that I've had to learn like the hard way, you know, because sometimes you can let other people take control of your life and then you sit down and be bitter, you know, for all that time, but at the same, but at that moment that you're being bitter, like they're not being affected. Yeah. <laughs> From living it's their me. best lives. Hey, they're living, they've continued their lives, they've gone to do whatever they want to do and I'm sitting here wallowing in something that I, that that is affecting me, mm. but the decision is made by somebody else. So I remember, like, the moment I decided, Cheki, it's your life. You need to be a part of making those decisions. I'm not um, against making decisions with people together, especially if they have to have a part in it, you know, in terms of, like, if your parents are the ones ultimately going to pay my school fees, you know. Yeah. There's just some things you can decide to, to uh, the school together, but what I'm going to do there is ultimately, like, my decision. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, that's just one thing. Um, obviously, like friendships and how I handle just the relationships um, I have. You know, just like you've said, like accommodating people. Like honestly, I've really grown. You know, um, 
vulnerability like I'm getting there. <laughs> I can't say like I'm 100% there because I don't know. I just I'm such a closed off person like um we can hang out and you know everything and or, or something can just happen. Like um I remember I had like a tiff with a friend of mine like the other day. And you know my natural instinct is just um just shut down and then once i'm done like i'm okay with myself and then now we can talk but her she's the person for let's talk now you know mm. and the fact that you were still able to overcome whatever that was and you know still be friends even with our differing personalities is something that is really marks growth because otherwise i think when we were younger it would just be like man she die okay you know like yeah. this is who i am and if she doesn't you accept me yeah it works <laughs> just not this time yeah it's a you problem works it's not like in this space where we can we can figure it out any insanity yeah. such a it was such it wasn't a big thing you know but i feel like um i've seen the growth there and i enjoy it not in a space where i'm just mad all the time or or like i don't have people surrounding me who i actually need and that have fallen off just because of something dumb but at the same time the discernment of knowing when something has ended yeah Ooh. it's you know holding on to something it's almost a it's like a baggage you know it is it is <laughs> spending time with people and they just finish you you know <laughs> <laughs> you need to finesse you to the marble table and you're like <laughs> <laughs> let's talk mm. just having those conversations and of course just having conversations with myself are just some these are the things that I enjoy now whereas even in the past like you don't confront yourself yeah. i mean confronting yourself and bearing your mistakes and be like new wewe <laughs> You, you fucked it's up. So hard. Yeah, yeah. But now to be able to admit that like I feel like that's a joy for me like just to be able to admit you know what man I was wrong. I was wrong. I get it. You yeah. Know? Yeah, and to, like, these are the small things that can make you enjoy life. Um 20 something. I like that I like I I know that I'm young. I also had that kind of pressure and even hanging out with if, like hanging out with other people. Mm. Um being in a space where I can even speak like even to older people and just you know being in those spaces where I'm just like okay okay what's going on what's going on blah blah, blah. look at people's different trajectories in life and th- and just knowing that hey everyone is different everyone's yeah. path is different as long as you're okay with the things that you do that's what matters to me as long as in the end i'm honest with myself i'm 100% to myself i can see what i want to do you know even having vision yeah. is something that's important in your 20s and i think now that i have a vision you know you can draw you can be like oh you know this is what i expect from myself in the future when when i was younger it wasn't like a real it's just a dream <laughs> you know maybe something unattainable but when i'm like honest with myself um i can aspire to something and even having that vision and even people around me can inspire me to do things i mean daisy does a lot and i'm just like damn daisy damn i'm i'm damning at the uh, at yeah that. but like just being be able to be inspired by people and without comparison yeah something like that i've i've grown up uh, you can say i've grown uh, is a sign of growth for me mm. 
I'm just checking myself every day, you know, checking in with myself and just being like, oh, you're good, you're good. And at the same time, just being able to enjoy life. Yeah, wow, that's just number one for me. You know, I f- like, oh, oh, I always speak on this. I feel like I wasted a lot of my time just being sad or ugh, whatever. Me too, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you're just like, man, this is my life. You know, this is my only life. Yeah. I have to make sure it's not that I'll be able to I'm going to say every day is a good day but like even to small moments of enjoying myself if I decide I want like if an ice cream today is going to make me enjoy my day I'm just going to you know it's my one thing for me yeah just making sure like at the end conclusively I've enjoyed my life and you know I've had this conversation even with Wakaba where we both had um Moso him he's had like a, such a huge change even like in career and all of that yeah you guys wait for that episode <laughs> maybe to be out i'm not sure yeah yeah but like um and we're just like you know what imagine this is the only life like you have to live if you believe in reincarnation hit me up but <laughs> yeah yeah like for as miriam koske this is my life and if i choose to i have to live it in the best way possible in the way that i will enjoy the most and even when i'm 18 i look back and i'm like whoa and yeah i've lived my life because even like during corona i was just like imagine if, if things never go back to normal i was thinking like hey man did you enjoy your life when i was like yeah i really did yes. you know the things i wanted to do i never cared myself like some things and um even the mistakes i made i'm just like Those are just mistakes I make when I'm like this young, whatever. But like, if if 2020 is the end, if that if an asteroid hits us <laughs> in December, <laughs> I can say, oh, what man, these two 20 somethings years that I've lived, like I've enjoyed them. Mm, I've enjoyed them. And I think so that thing for even what you were saying before about you spent a lot of time being sad. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, and again, 2017. Mm. I think back to that time and I'm like I needed that to have the life that I have now. Yeah. Because if I didn't have the 2017 I did, I'd be stuck in a place where I didn't need like I couldn't handle it and that's why it had to happen then. And everything is a matter of timing. Like I remember Jamie saying something like it doesn't matter like it's not a matter of when how it happens. It's a, I mean when it happens, it just depends with which path. So either way it's going to happen. It depends on the path you take. This one might be longer than the other one. Like whatever trace you you picked, yeah. you'll end up in the same place. It's just a matter of when and how long. Um and I'm so glad that that happened at that time because <laughs> you know, I had to go through all those things like life changes and difficulty and going back to those traumas and working out. And mm. for me the joy outside of like working through trauma was We know when something happens and you're like wow this is happening because of that thing that happened when I was 10. Yeah. Like recognizing that this is a source that was so huge for me because it was a big step to now living out of living through that trauma and just it it just is somewhere that now I don't have to it doesn't creep up on me like in 10 years in 5 years because now I've handled it as yeah. opposed to like pushing it up a corner mm. till next time and then next time till next time next time like that until and to get to that point where I'm able to face things I'm like wow who are you yeah and it was so nice and so fulfilling for that to happen um so yeah I think sometimes we we really get caught in also 
And it, I think it's a comparison thing. What you're saying, like, oh, Nani is doing so much better than you. Don't know what Nani's doing. Yeah. There's so many people who met me. Into, let me tell you, I was so put together. You wouldn't know I was going through the most in 2017. I showed up for all my classes. I showed up for three things I was supposed to go for. Others I couldn't, and those were the symptoms of oh, maybe she's not okay. But no one recognized that because Daisy is a happy person. She's one who you know all those good things, Stand which were also, whatever. Yeah. which are also true. Yeah. But it's because they never saw me in that other element they just saw me in whatever and sometimes it was a curated daisy where it's like okay let's put myself together for mm-hmm. this thing as soon as it's over I just exit as in things like that um and to get to a point where i could not tell my friends like yo um this is this is what's up and so anytime or i can't show up because i don't want to <laughs> yeah. you know or being able to say like hey this is not a, a comfortable environment for me <laughs> or i don't need to be in this space i don't need to be around these people because it makes me feel or i feel like whatever mm. was growth so i'm happy i went through that and like you if the world was to end today i think i'd be happy <laughs> okay don't end today <laughs> should be like yep but it up <laughs> don't end today i still want to live more but i used to i used to kick myself up because i'm like man i'm not even enjoying my street and i mean i'm in my very early 20s so i have yeah. so much more <laughs> yeah to do yeah um and my purpose now is actually to live fully as much as i can yeah and not let that get in my way because i mean i had that time to go through whatever i had to go through and there are things that are going to come up i mean change is inevitable yeah well, and especially i think um back to the point you're talking about like working through traumas and it coming up like 5 10 years later you know it can really manifest in such a different way like that can change your life forever you know yeah. people even in um people who let's say are abusive or who are like you know those are traumas that have manifested in just a in just a crazy way and taking time to work out through through your stuff even as early as possible i mean it depends on time actually it comes to you mm-hmm. but like, just like you said me i'm so happy that i took that time <laughs> to go through it because you know yeah you, you never I don't, i don't know my capability even two years from now three years from now what if i'm so busy i just need to keep up appearances and move with life yet i'm literally like dying inside you know yeah don't let that happen yeah that's the other thing be unapologetically truthful to yourself yeah first. like yeah. before before you even do that with someone else mm. do it to yourself and i think for me i just and maybe that's where this attitude for really it's a you problem came in because once i realized that so many things are not my problem but you want it to become my problem you want to force it maka it's like it's your fault but it's like no this is you trying to figure out something for you mm. but somehow you're getting me involved and i don't want yeah so that really 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 was was this process of me trying to figure out myself and i don't need to shrink myself to be in the same room as people mm-hmm. because i want to be around them yeah that is something i learned the hard way <laughs> <laughs> where i was like why why do i need to shrink my-? like it's this is me take it or leave, leave it, it. again yeah. easier said than done because yeah. it takes i i mean for one particular situation it took me a whole year of someone of like multiple people recognizing something i did see and when i did i was like wow 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 how 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 did i see this um and again the things that's why you need those friends to recognize things that you don't and you won't process it the same way you might be like ah nah that's that's how this person is 
that's how this person is. You make excuses for people until you realize, okay, that's not who they are. Yeah. They're just choosing to be. And even if that's who they are, it's not for you. Like you're not, you don't need to be in that environment. Mm. Just exit. Yeah, and even that <laughs> truth might hurt, but you know, it's necessary at that moment, you know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, the truth will set you free. <laughs> Quite literally. Set you free. Ah, Bible reference. I don't know if that's in the Bible. I'm going to say something so. we used to get to. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> hey. Mom, if she hears this episode, she'll be like, so you have not been... <laughs> Just to look at me, she's like, Miriam, you saved. <laughs> My first tattoo, Miriam. That's a baby age. She was like, Kowendo. Who are you? I've released her to the world. Yeah. Eat it with a big spoon. <laughs> with a huge... Hey, with a shovel. Shovel it. <laughs> Yeah, so 20 subs have been interesting and I I'm looking forward to more yeah, more things. Yeah. But I think also what's been interesting is my relationship with um talking about relationships like with people, with friends, with family and particularly with parents has mm. also changed because now yes. of course you'll always be their child. But their seniors are grown up as well. <laughs> and, but sometimes they don't and you need to be like, "Hello, grown up sitting here." Yeah. I am a grown up. And that is a hard pill for parents to swallow. <laughs> and I get it. Yeah. Okay, actually, I don't tell about children. <laughs> but, you know, I remember, like, my kid cousins, that, like, I raised them, I changed their diapers, whatever. Mm-hmm. No, they're 16. I'm like, my goodness. You guys are not kids anymore. Yeah. But, you know, subconsciously, I find myself treating them like kids. I'm like, oh, my God, can you come here alone? They're like, yeah. <laughs> As in, I go to school by myself or stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm like, of course you do. You're grown up. As in, you know, you're growing up. You're not that kid anymore. And that's me, their cousin. How do their parents but feel? The, yeah. As in, I try and relate that. And now I'm like, okay, I see, I see that thing with parents. Mm. But you also need to love for grace. But you you also need to remind them, like, hello. I'm an not a kid now. anymore. Yeah. You know? And yeah. don't be afraid to say what you want. Because yeah, I think yes. sometimes I used to swallow that because I'm like, okay, they're parents. But sometimes they don't know. They d- you just need to say it. They're like, oh. Okay, that's what you want. <laughs> Speaking up, sometimes it's not gonna be. You. It's not gonna look like that. It's gonna be like, oh, get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's gonna come like that. <laughs> yeah. It hasn't happened to me, but I know it happens. Eey. And you need to I'm figure out. I'm the queen out. of get out of my house. <laughs> did not know. Did not know at all. But somehow but, you came back. Yeah. yeah okay. okay. Like I feel like my. The, uh, my relationship with my parents has evolved and I think in the best way possible because what I remember is um, I know in like within my mom has always wanted me to speak up like as a kid I was always um, the one being told what to do and I'd do it I mean this is where life has led me <laughs> it's led me up to here but I remember like um, even there's a, there's a nickname they gave me like in Kale and my mom was like she wasn't happy about that because it just meant somebody who stole something and just does it you know mm. as those kids if it's time to sleep my mom tells me go and sleep even if I'm not sleepy, my, I'll <laughs> that creep I'll, I'll just lay there. I'll close my eyes, you know. And and um, it translated even to the relationship with my older sister, where I'd be afraid to confront her or something, you know, because I'm like, oh, she's older than me, blah, blah. Mm. But then, Kafika Mali, hey, 
maji lizidi unga and whatever and i just take it because i'm like ah this is just my position you know yeah but the day like i was just, i stood up for myself i remember my mom coming to me and she was like man that was good you know <laughs> Although, i don't condone violence but it was a physical fight <laughs> and my parents don't get involved in those things oh, but okay. then um i was was it high school was it in high school i think i was in no probably like class 8 or form 1 i'm not even sure the age but I remember i was big enough to fight her <laughs> and later my mom was just like yes you know <laughs> stick it to the man like finally you've stood up for yourself table stand now it's me sticking up to for myself you know with my parents mm. and it's a, at an age where now we just need to understand each other i'm a whole human being mm. but at the same time even them they're human beings like they make mistakes i make mistakes we can just reach a point where if something is wrong i can be with my mom i can just tell her listen like you know i didn't like when you did this and this and i don't think it's right um that that happened and she can she can be like oh i'm sorry you know i apologize whereas even like when you're younger or maybe still in some relationships that's not an option you know yeah. i think some parents um some relationships uh, kids have their parents it's just not as conversational you know but like where i'm at is where i can just tell my parents like oh blah 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 blah, blah. we understand each other i can understand them they can understand me and that's just um something i always aspired to and the fact that it's I'm at my 20s and um I have that kind of a relationship. You know, the future looks it's pretty open to me because now I'm like oh that's just one part of my life that um I'm okay with, you know. Yeah. I can always deal with whatever that side because it's not a heavy burden on me all the time where someone is always sitting on my neck telling me um oh where I'm or where I'm afraid to speak up for myself, you know. And speaking up for myself, if you haven't noticed, <laughs> it's a very important part of my life. Like, yeah. Very, very important. Because I, I just want to always, like, at least be in control of my decisions. Of course, you can never be in control of everything. But for me and myself, like, whatever uh, consequences <laughs> I get or whatever, it's I always make sure, like, it's something I'm okay with. Mm. And that means just being in a space where I'm comfortable and that means being able just to speak up for myself whatever 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 like just being okay with myself has been my goal and I think it's something that you always work on because you're always in a different environment the different challenges you know I'm yeah. able to speak up for myself for my parents but one day if I'm employed or something like will I be able to speak up to my boss or whatever but yeah it's always just taking in challenges as they come and i mean once in a while give yourself a pat on the back you know i think yeah. some people we can get just you can be so hard on ourselves that it's so hard to recognize even the good that we've done i remember like when my graduation was coming up was still coming up i was just like <laughs> <laughs> I remember always thinking like no what will people even say you know i was i was really in the pits at that time and to be honest if i look back i've actually done a lot of things you know yeah. but at that time i was just like guy you know what will people say to the point i was like i don't even want a graduation party like i really don't it up because i'm just like now is there anything tangible that i've done in this world 
but even if there isn't any like even if you're fresh out of high school like you're 18 or whatever i feel like you should always be at a point where you just appreciate yourself like so for all my under 20s who are figuring themselves out like be patient with yourself hey studio audience yourself. yeah <laughs> <laughs> he would actually um just give yourself grace you know eh, this life can really take you places and if the world isn't kind to you you need to be kind to yourself first and then you see yeah like you, you, you can yeah yeah you can now tackle things later but most important i feel like is self and then I agree with everything that you've said. <laughs> but yeah, the world, hey, the world, first of all, people owe you absolutely nothing. nothing. But how you present yourself to people is how they're going to treat you. Mm. So be careful also how, not be careful, be yourself. Just present yourself. Yeah. And whoever, when people show you who they are, take it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, sometimes Whatever people, that thing is. <laughs> I just sometimes people that show you mapema and you're... Like just like you said, you make excuses for them. You're like, trust eh. me, I'm the pro at that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen, I've seen for myself. Wow, I literally did a direct translation. <laughs> but yeah, this has been cool. Yeah, we've shown you the good and the ugly, I guess. Yeah, or something, and of course, that's just like glimpses and drops of the what 20 somethings look like yeah and i guess even when we talk about things we like we also talk about the other stuff that creeps up upon you know <laughs> you're like, like yeah it's not talking like that too apple you're like oh okay that too that okay, okay yeah uh and of course being a 20 something year old is very different for everyone i mean True. the people who have their life figured out at 21 <laughs> at 20 others at 30 it doesn't matter everyone's timeline is different everyone's situation is different yeah so yeah don't conform my friend will be mad. Very good. <laughs> I have a friend who is my role model because I'm like this nigga doesn't fit into anything mm. because he just defines his own thing. As in, he he's just he doesn't care. Him is living in his own lane. If it catches up with the whatever is um like I don't say no more. What do you call it? Whatever is trending or whatever is popping at that uh, time, it's yeah. like okay, dope. You caught up. It's like Luca <laughs> from from. Gronish, do you watch Gronish? Yeah. Hey, Luca. Luca is just like, <laughs> what a man. He like. is just in his own cup, cup place, which is so cool. Yeah. Find your own place and make it yours. Yeah. Then yeah. others can fit in. Then you can fit in others. Now that you invite, we like cool people, so <laughs> hit me up. Hit me up. Yeah, we'll celebrate you as you go along on your journey. Stamped and approved by things we like segment on Wazi Podcast. And delivered. <laughs> and delivered, of course. <laughs> Science is science is delivered. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Rita. Yeah. I think that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Um, just remember to go to our page on Instagram, follow us, check out our content. We always um update episodes on there. Obviously, check out our other segment, Usani Wasana. Yeah, man. Yeah. And um, subscribe to this podcast, guys. Yes. Yeah, what come on for, man. Listen, subscribe. You'll get a notification yeah, when the uh, episodes <laughs> are up. <laughs> no, I said it like that. Apologies, Jamaican people. I wasn't even trying, but it came out as if. Even trying. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, leave us your recordings. Man, we haven't even had even one voice recording. If you are a member, if you are supposed to be a member of Daisy's Ghost, like, ah. you conspiracy theory thing you're letting me down i just can't be the only member but yeah catch up leave us, 
and um, yeah, we can converse on on the platforms. Yeah, the mini ones. <laughs> All right, this is a wrap. See you guys. Bye.